Over the course of my priesthood, I've had a number of assignments where I tend to be with younger folks. I was a campus chaplain. I was at parishes with schools, elementary schools, high schools. So I kind of got in the habit over the years, every now and then, of asking the kids to pull out their phones and do something with them. And every now and then I'd get yelled at by a teacher or a parent saying, we work so hard to make these kids put their phones away. But now, of course, we've got all these QR codes on everything, right? I counted no less than five in the monthly bulletin. In your worship aid, you can sign up for the parish newsletter, QR code on the front. Of course, there's the giving QR code. Use that one early and often. That's right by the offertory. But I'd encourage Father Trout this year to try. The Vatican came up with a very specific Easter QR code. Now, it's still in the beta mode, and St. Joe's is cutting edge, so I thought this would be a great place to try it. But understandably, I guess, they decided not to go with it. Now, you might know that QR stands for quick response. That's just something that got developed over the years. But the Vatican QR code, the QR stands for questionable relationships. Questionable relationships. So you scan this with your phone. And what happens is it automatically takes you to whatever relationship in your life is most problematic. It might be with someone in your family, might be with a coworker, might be a relationship with yourself, something with yourself that you just, you wrestle with, you struggle with, you're not quite sure what to make of it. Might be with your parish priest, might be anywhere, but you scan it and it takes you right there. Now, this is the Catholic Church, so they're a little behind in technology. This just came online a year or two. They used to keep this data on index cards right next to the typewriter ribbons, but now they've updated. And if you scanned your little QR code, where would it take you? I know in a heartbeat where it would take mine. Because every one of us has something like that. And why am I telling you this on Easter, right? To, to try and bring you down on such a glorious day? Well, that's what you get for coming to one of the late Masses on Easter. <laughs> All the good stuff happened last night and this morning. But Easter is really about that kind of QR, if I can put it that way. Because if you listen to the Gospel and you've got it printed in front of you in your little worship aids, the Gospel the Church gives us this morning or today they don't have it figured out. They don't know what everything means yet. It begins with Mary Magdalene coming to the tomb, and she thinks she has it figured out. She thinks she knows exactly what she's going to find. She thinks she's going to find the corpse of her dear friend, Jesus, and she will show his body all the respect that her tradition can offer. And she sees the stone rolled away, for the St. Joe's regulars, we've been talking about those stones all throughout Lent. So great, the stone is rolled away and she doesn't know what that means. And she's questioning. And she's wondering, how does this fit? What does it mean? And she comes to her own logical conclusion that probably any of us would have done. Somebody rolled the stone away. Tomb robbers, that was a thing then. They must have stolen his body. Where did they take him? So she runs and she shares that news and then Peter and John, they get there and they look in and they don't understand. And we're told that the other disciple, right, he looks in, he sees and he believes. 
But the very last line is that they still don't understand what it means to rise from the dead. So when we hear he believes, we shouldn't assume that he suddenly understands everything we understand. Why we got the giant candle and the flowers. He couldn't possibly have fully understood then. What he believes is what his eyes tell him. Okay, I see the tomb is empty, but how do I sort all this out? That is where the church says, I want you to be on Easter morning. Don't scan the little code and go to the end because you've heard it 2,000 years worth or however many times you've heard it in your own life. And we range here from the very first Easter to probably 80th, maybe 90th Easter. Most of us are somewhere in between. So if we want to make this real for us, What's your questionable relationship code? Where is the question mark for you? And remember how we got here. And I know most of us don't have the the time or the ability to come to all the services. But the Easter service really begins on Holy Thursday, where we remember the Last Supper. And what's that all about? That's about you bring what you have and you put it on the altar. And you say, okay, Lord, just like the priest is going to break the bread, I'm willing to be broken. I'm willing to take what I'm giving. And I'm willing to accept that it has to be broken at times. Real love calls for that. If we don't just back away from the questionable relationships, but we say, I want to try and understand them, I want there to be some healing, then almost certainly it's going to call at times for a breaking open of our hard-heartedness. And Holy Thursday, we say, that's what I'm willing to do. Well, put up or shut up, because on Good Friday, now you have the opportunity to see what this looks like. And yes, it's Jesus dying on the cross, of course, but look at what happens to all the other figures in the narrative. Peter, broken open, right? Literally being brought to that point of fear where he's willing to deny his dear friend. Breaking open. He can't possibly go from the old Peter to the new Peter, unless something radically changes, and it's not easy to be in that place. So what comes up when you scan your QR code? What relationship? What memory? Maybe what unhealed hurt or wound? Are you willing to be broken so that something new can come from that very spot where maybe you'd rather not look? I know what that looks like for me. I don't want to go there. I don't want it broken open. Everything else, it's just fine. That's where I'd rather stay. And what we say in the church is you've got to have a good Friday. There's no shortcut there. But of course, that's not where it stops. And the next move, which often gets the least attention, but in some ways is the most important, is yesterday. I don't mean yesterday night. I mean yesterday. What did you do? It was a beautiful Saturday. But the church says you've got to take that day And you've got to sit with the brokenness. Don't rush forward. It takes time to sort out what's going on. Whatever that might mean or look like for you. We got college kids here, I'm sure. Maybe you're remembering the day you got the news that you didn't get into the school you wanted to get into. And maybe now looking back, you can think about the graces that have come from where you are. We got high school kids here, maybe living with angst. Where am I going to get into? What will it look like for me? We've got married folks and families maybe wondering, how is this thing going to be resolved, whatever's on our plate? We've got newborns wondering, when's he going to shut up so that I can get my diaper changed? 
We all have something. But you've got to be willing to go into the difficulty and the struggle. And then the church says Easter morning is here. But it's okay because we can't script this. And maybe for you, you're still at the point of saying, I need the courage to put that forward. I need the courage to let myself be broken, to actually have the conversation, to look that person in the eye, to say that I'm sorry or to ask for forgiveness. Maybe you're still in Holy Thursday. Maybe for others, you're in the gut-wrenching process of Good Friday, and maybe you've got a week or a year of that still ahead of you. That's why we are a parish, to support each other in those struggles. And for others, maybe you're just waiting. You're waiting, wondering what's going to happen. You've been through the difficult part, and you're still not sure where it's all leading. And the temptation can be to just ignore the fact that it ever happened, or suppress it, or put it away. And can you stay there and wait patiently? Yes, what we celebrate today is ultimately where God leads us on that journey, but there's no shortcut. So whatever it is for you, imagine you really had such a QR code. Scan it. Where would it take you? Don't be afraid to bring that forward, to allow yourself the discomfort maybe of being broken around it, to be patient as it all sorts out, And then when the time comes to celebrate, it might not be on Easter Sunday for you, but it will come. And that's what draws us here today.